Welcome to Episode 3 of Wandering the Weekend. As the Minnesota winter kicks off, we find other ways to bring the wandering to us. Today we will talk about our 50-state coffee challenge, featuring Moab, Unique, and Mr. Dapper coffees. We will also be doing a beer and Halloween candy tasting. Then stay tuned for hilarity and hijinks as I take on the Pocky One Chip Challenge. And lastly, Steph makes a perfect pumpkin sausage soup for the season. All this and more as we wander the weekend. All right, uh, welcome back to Wandering the Weekend. We are here in the studios. The snow has fallen. Halloween is just around the corner, and here we are. So what should we talk about this episode? Well, I think we're going to talk about some at-home kind of activities to do, seeing as it's getting colder. We were spoiled by the summer in this <coughs> stupid COVID year Yeah, um, with being able to go up to a bunch of places and be outside and be socially distanced and all that stuff. And now it's getting really cold. And in fact, we've gotten quite a bit of snow already. Um, which there, is, there is snow on the ground still. It's almost gone, but it's... Which is very fitting for 2020, having <laughs> snow in the beginning of October. So we're feeling like we need to pull it back, be creative, find fun things to do at home, um, and not, unfortunately, wander so far. Um, well, and one thing I want to say, there's all these things about these igloos that people are, are that breweries yes, are doing outside. Definitely we definitely have to check one of those yeah. out. And we're not going to do that this episode, but for, for sure in the Our future. Yeah, so anyways, I think wandering the weekend is going to look a little different this winter. Um, we're going to be wandering in the kitchen. Yeah, wandering in the kitchen. <laughs> Wandering in the liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> wandering in the candy drawer. So We have but... some great projects lined up here, though. Well, and there's different ways to wander the weekend. And one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to bring the wandering to us. And one of the ways that we're doing that is we actually started this 50-state coffee project that we did. Um, we actually started this before the pro- uh, podcast. Right, but... In the COVID era. But in the COVID era. And we started it because we really miss actual real wandering. Going (laughs) to multiple states and different parts of the country and all of those things. Well, yeah, we would take road trips and I would come back with just as much coffee as I would beer. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But it was all locally made coffee. So we're we're reaching out to different coffee places and we are getting the coffee shipped to us. And right. so so we're going to talk about our experiences with Unique Coffee Roastery out of New Jersey. We're going to talk about Moab yes, Coffee <laughs> out, of, out of Utah. And then we're going to talk about Mr. Dapper Coffee out of Florida. And we're actually going to try Mr. Dapper in this episode. Yes, we are going to try uh, one of their signature brands, aren't we? The, the, the German, ch- chocolate, German chocolate, cake. chocolate cake. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. So that's one of the ways that you can bring the wandering into your own home. Um, and then we're going to have a Halloween candy and beer tasting. Right. I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. And didn't you make some soup today for this week? I did. I made, of course, I made pumpkin soup. And we'll talk about that too. And I'll try to find something good to pair that with as well. We have that ridiculous chip challenge you did. I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to quite phrase it as the ridiculous chip wow. challenge. Yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about the, the, the Pocky chip challenge, where I take a bite of the world's hottest potato chip i think it was a tortilla chip well it's a tortilla chip potato tortilla chip whatever um but it it is it is definitely an experience that lasts a couple days and then um do we have any fall cocktails i'm gonna come yeah we're gonna have some fall cocktails then (laughs) um and i think i'm gonna use we have our good friends at ben brucillery they are a brewery and a brucillery and we of course adore that place because as we've said in previous episodes we got married there all kinds of stuff um, and so I'm thinking about using their Gunner Ghost. Um, but this isn't just their, their ordinary barrel, Gunner Ghost. This is, yeah, their barrel-aged gin. Um, because, you know, ghost and Halloween and spooky season. Um, yeah, for sure. So I, I haven't quite come up with what I'm going to do yet, but I'm going to do something. So the COVID, the, the COVID is high. The, the weather is awful. Terrible. But we will find a way to wander the weekend just to share our experiences with you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers to that. Let's get started. Let's do it. All right. So we're back here in the studios. We're up at Lindgroth Lake right now with uh, with the boys, uh, with all three kids. And uh, we are going to be taking, well, I'm going to be undertaking this little journey. Yes, the... I am not going to be partaking. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, we are taking the, the Pocky One Chip Challenge. So Felix, do you want to t- t- tell me what are your thoughts right now about this? Um, I think it's going to be super spicy. You think it's going to be super spicy? Yeah, but Papa has been trying spicier chip than that. Okay, Leo, you got something you want to say? Okay. Are you worried or you think it's going to be funny? I'm worried, but 
This is a real rule. Please do not let your kids eat it. That's true. We yes. probably shouldn't have kids um, eating yep. this chip. So, and so I'm just going to give you a little description. It comes in a red coffin-like box with a big skull on it. Um, and it's, it's made with uh, Carolina Reaper and Sichuan heat, um, which I'm very familiar with Sichuan. Um, I've had Carolina Reapers before, but not, not too many of them. Um, and so let's, let's see what this is about. So we're opening the box right now. For anybody who wants to see this, we're posting pictures on our Instagram page as well. Yes, yes. I already posted one of the pictures, and maybe I'll, right. I'll post pictures of your, your agony. <laughs> so it's supposed to just be one tortilla chip in there, and hopefully it's not broken. No, no. Oh, the, not oh, broken. Look at this. Oh, look at this. Round one. What to expect. Made with Carolina Reapers. Round one, a spicy punch to the tongue. Round two, a fiery jab to the face. Round three, impaired vision from tears. Round four, a low blow to the gut. And round five, knockout. So what is, I don't understand. Is it just... Oh, no, this so is this just what to, what to expect. Kind of how, how your day is going to go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not that bad. <laughs> okay, so the chip come, is coming in. Uh, this nice uh, bag right here, um, and there's more information about it. But I'm gonna. If you guys want to know more about this information, you need to go to Cub. To, you need to go to Cubbing and pick one of these up. I think they're in the Halloween kind of candy section. Actually, they were, they, or... these are near the um, the ethnic aisle at the Cub Southdale. I can't vouch for all of them. Okay. But um, I know it was near the where the the, the sriracha sauce was sure. for us. Okay, rules. Eat the entire chip. Wait as long as possible before drinking or eating. Post your reaction. Okay, yes, we're doing all this. He might be a champion or he might be a loser. So oh. <laughs> Okay, so I am gonna be I'm gonna be a little bit smart about this because I do have to handle kids afterwards, so I do have a plastic baggie here. Oh, that is actually chip. you're just such a good papa. Yeah, so uh, I am opening the chip right now. It's coming in this little baggie right here. First. I mean, I hope it's as hot as you're you're <laughs> preparing for, because it'll be funny. Oh, here, you want to make sure your beverage is close. <laughs> okay, so here it is. Oh, oh I did, I did you got an extra I little. Got, so here is the uh, the the Pakwi, uh, one chip right here, and I, I'm supposed to eat this all. All of it, all including of it? that little guy. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm gonna eat that. I'm gonna eat it all. So I I I am not a quitter here. Wow, that is spicy. <laughs> yeah. That is really spicy. Wow. Woo. Wow. That is like super spicy. Is it spicier than the spiciest thing you've had? This is probably within the top three spicy things I have ever eaten. I will be feeling pain tomorrow. Does it, does it like taste good though? You know, it's got some real, it's got some real earthy heat to it. A little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a tropical fruit notes to it but wow that has got a punch that has got a real punch to it <coughs> oh. <laughs> that's where your head explodes i am starting to tear up here a little bit do you need a drink nope I'm, I'm gonna do this i am going to be so what was the what's the rule you can't have a drink for one hour for one hour one hour no drinks what the yeah Woo! I did it. One chip challenge. Your, your face is red and you're oh. sweating. So that is the, the Pocky one chip challenge. Um, they make some really spicy chips. Have you had their just usual? I've had their habanero. They, they are known for their spicy chips. And I've had their habanero before. Um, very spicy chips, but a lot of good flavor too. Are you getting more heat as you sit? It's starting to, like, it's starting to become painful. Like I, I'm starting to feel <laughs> swelling. Oh. <sighs> Red. Like very red. Whoa. <laughs> so, all right. You want to go play with your brother? I bet they added everything. So this is for all my friends here at the grocery Whoa. store fanatics. I just took the, the Pocky one chip challenge. I made it. Can you? Great. All right, indeed. We are back in the studio. Um, and we are going to do a little bit of a Halloween candy and beer pairing today, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're celebrating the, the season. <laughs> yes, we are. So, so have you have you fully recovered from your your chip fiasco? I don't think anybody could fully recover from an experience that intense. It was really that bad. No, it wasn't bad. It was it was, but it was hot. I mean, I mean, I was still feeling it like hours. What? I wasn't feeling the heat so much, but it definitely messed up my stomach a well, little yeah, bit. Well, yeah, you didn't eat anything <laughs> for like a day and a half. 
Yeah. I, I don't understand why anybody would want to do something like that. Well, let's find out if I'm willing to do it again next year. Uh, all right. <laughs> I guess it'll save on our grocery bill that day. And that's 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 no small bill. That's uh, true. Yeah, after that last segment, I am definitely ready to get my uh, my sweet on and uh, quench that uh, thirst with with some nice ice cold beer. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. <laughs> I've been trying to eat much healthier lately, and you know, get yes. ready for these cold, harsh winter months coming up. Um, so this is going to set me back a bit, but, you know, I'm willing to do it for the podcast. Well, how come you have more beer in your glass than I do in mine <laughs> if you're the one watching your calories? Because I'm the poorer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you want to introduce our first beer? Sure. Yeah. It's called, it's from Three Floyds Brewery. And where is that? Three Floyds is out of Indiana. It's kind of Indiana's, ver- well, it's kind of the Chicago area's version of uh, Surly. Okay. So it's their well-known, really super hoppy IPA style brewery sure I, I tried to go there once when my friend jason and i were in the area uh but the lines were just so ridiculously long that we couldn't make it work yeah that makes sense all right so it's called zombie dust undead pale ale <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see a picture of any of these beers and the candy that we're pairing with them uh feel free to go check out our instagram link and that is wandering underscore weekend mn correct and so the can is very interesting there's a very scary zombie kind of creature it looks like something my brother has tattooed on his arm (laughs) Um, (laughs) it says it's not normal neither is my brother um i hope he's not one of our regular listeners (laughs) well if he is hi (laughs) i'm your sister i'm so nice to you um I can't find the ABV or anything on this can. But anyways, it's a really interesting can. It's a it's an undead pale ale, like I said. And it looks looks nice. It looks like it's going to be tasty. What do you think we should eat with this beer? You know, we've got a, a variety of treats here. we got some traditional candies like Sour Patch Kids, Twizzlers, uh, some Kit Kats. Um, and we, but we also got some, uh, some, some uh, off-the-beaten-path candy. Because we're gonna wander the weekend right here with with our candy bowl, and I want to pair it. I want to pair this one with that that chili mango. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Here, you want a piece? Yes, please. All right, so I'm gonna take a sip of the beer. Mm, very floral, hoppy. Uh, I haven't even tasted it yet, but I can I can smell all of that deliciousness. I'm getting a little bit of pineapple notes out of the whole. Mm. Out of everything, so. That's my kind of beer. Yeah, definitely very effervescent. Very, you were right. You were right on the nose with the the floral. Mm-hmm. Now, where did we get these? We got them at um, what's that market? Fresh time. Right. Ooh, they had a little spice at the end. You know, my first bite into these, I, I was like, oh, there's not enough chili in here. But now it really kind of punches you. In no, the I totally agree. I was kind of like yuck, but they're kind of good. No, yeah. Once you get into a couple bites of them, they're really good. So, and these are the these are the um, just chili mango. And they're out of the bulk section. Yeah. At, at, um, uh, fresh time. Fresh so time. yeah, these are actually really good. They're really, um, they're not leathery. You can bite into them. They're nice and juicy mangoes. And then it really hits you with like the sugary chili in They're, they're sulfured. That's why. Okay. I was really thinking, you know, those tamarind candies mm-hmm. with the chili on them. That's what I really wanted to get, but I couldn't find that. And I really was not in the mood to go to a ton, ton of stores. Um, so this is what I found and I think it pairs pretty well. Yeah, it definitely pairs pretty well. And I think it would pair even better if we were to move from a, a straight-up IPA to, like, a, a hazy, juicy IPA. Yeah. Or one of those. But, I mean, definitely this is, is, def- is definitely the, probably the best uh, pairing here for, for what we have. All right. Moving on into our second beer here. What do we have here, Steph? <laughs> it's called Smoofie. <laughs> and it's... It's like a blender that's exploding with bananas, and they look sad and angry and peanuts, and it's weird. It's really weird. Um, it's from the Brewing Project, which, where is it? Is it Rochester, right? I believe that's Rochester, yes. Uh, we passed by it we when did, we were doing I... our Rochester thing, but it wasn't open, and we had to miss it. I really wanted to go. I was disappointed that we yeah, couldn't go. Me too. So I'm glad that you picked this one up. Um, it's so... <laughs> It's the strangest. I've never heard. I would have never thought of this. It's a smoothie sour. They say not smoothie. Um, it's a sour ale with banana, peanut, and natural banana flavor. So, and again, I can't find the ABV or anything like that on here. But it is a pale golden color, but it is very, very hazy, very muddy. Extremely. Extremely muddy, but the smell off of it. 
I mean, it smells like a banana smoothie. I'm, Weird. Yeah. I mean, it's this, what was that smoothie shop that was, there was like one on every corner for a couple of years and they all closed down. But it re, this reminds me of that smell when you walked into there. I, I'm from Duluth. We didn't have smoothies up in Duluth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really heavy mouthfeel and just, but just really mellow, heavy on the banana. Wow, this is amazing. It's I mean, it's really mellow strange. and yeah, but good, good strange. So when I first looked at the can and kind of read what it was about, I thought Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And I still think Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, I'm definitely going Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. But these Mosh Smash Mallows, they're um, fancy. They're from our co-op. Yeah. Uh, This toasted vanilla marshmallow. That might be a good pick with it, too, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was going to pick a Reese's, but you just want to eat the Reese's. I just want to eat the Reese's. They're my favorite (laughs) candy from... There's, like, my... I'm going to try... So you try the Reese's. All right. And I'll try these... Oh, God. They're kind of smashed in here. Um, One of these marshmallow things. Now, a lot of the co-ops, they do have those individually wrapped. They do, and last year we got them, remember? Mm -hmm. For something. I don't remember what. But I wanted to try the pumpkin one, so they only came in this, and they were a buck a bag, so... Reese's peanut butter cups are the the pairing for are, sure. Are the pairing here? Mm-hmm. I should have saved you half. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I can eat another one if you want no, me to. No, I'm really, <laughs> really good. No, I could eat another one and give you save you a bite. No, that's really okay. All right. Anything else to say about this beer other than that it's very strange and delicious? This beer really pushes uh, what uh, a defined style is to its limits, but in the best way possible. This is. A beautiful beer that I would not have expected these type of flavors to be done so well in a sour. And it was just, it was overall so super pleasant and nice. The other pairing that would be really great with this. You know those gross Halloween candies that are like the peanut butter taffy? The one that came in the black and orange wrappers? The black and orange. I know exactly what you're talking about. All grandmas have those. Um, I, I like those. I'm, I'm saying typically most people think they're pretty gross, including myself. These would go well with it. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, that would be a really great pairing. <laughs> we don't have them, unfortunately. <laughs> or not. Uh, probably not, unfortunately, if you're on your diet. So yeah. It's... yeah. So, so anyways, I think those would also be a really good pairing with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything, any, any peanut butter-based candy is going to go well with this. Or the banana Laffy Taffies. Or banana Laffy. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't think about Or even that. just old school banana saltwater taffy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm digging that. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. So anyways, lots of options with this beer. Um, fun. It's just a fun beer just to drink. Just a super fun beer to drink. Good job, uh, Brewing Project. You yeah. knocked this one out of the park. And I am super excited about this pairing here. Um, number one, because it's one of my favorite breweries that we actually have not been to the... Ever been to it. I've never been. Well, they just opened up their tap room within our our time of knowing each other. But um, seriously. But I've had an association with this brewery because I've done some charity fundraising for them. And that's Finnegan's. And uh, so and my dog's name was Finnegan. Yeah. Well, maybe that's that's why I didn't... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we haven't been there. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so what, what I really like it for the, uh, about this brewery is it is a non-profit brewery. And they focus a lot on childhood hunger mm-hmm. and food deserts and getting organic produce that is locally made. And they buy it in bulk, like seconds, things that grocery stores wouldn't normally buy but are still perfectly edible. And they will get that to people in need right here in the Twin Cities. So I really, really enjoy the Finnegan's Project and everything that they represent. Cool. Very cool. And I've had their beer before. I've just not been to the brewery, which yeah. is my favorite part is going to the breweries. Now, the one thing about them is, though, is that, that they don't really come out with new flavors as often. Right. They're, um, so when I saw Brim Reaper sitting on the shelf, I definitely, it, number one, it fit our Halloween theme. Correct. And number two, it, it's a Finnegan's I've never had before. So I'm really excited about this. Yeah. So this is a Rye India Pale Ale. Which I don't know that I've ever had a rye IPA. Have I? I don't know. Maybe. Well, you've definitely had rye, rye pale ales, but right. this is. Um, but basically, when you hear the word rye, expect to have like some peppery notes sure. added to the beer. Um, that's what you can expect, like a black pepper. When I say peppery mm-hmm. notes. So this is a seventy-eight IBU and a seven point zero ABV, and it's a cute can too. Nice little plaid kind of fall-looking thing, and it's got 
It's got the Grim Reaper there, too. That's no, cute. That's the Brim Reaper. The Brim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we were kind of, we were thinking about this before our shooting. Like, what would pair well with this? And I thought, dark chocolate seems to be, seems like it would pair well with something like this, where I, I imagine it's a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Robust. Um, yeah, and kind of Well, you get the bitter, bitter. You get the bitter from the dark chocolate and the bitter from the, the, the uh, India Pale Ale hops. Right. Uh, the so, Cascade type hops. We didn't actually buy any dark chocolate for this tasting, but we'll but, always. <laughs> I have chocolate. the largest chocolate stash in the world. It's, it's always, there's always dark chocolate you'd in the think freezer. I, you'd think I was the one PMSing all the time. So, <laughs> so, we, so um, I, I was kind of, you know creeping through his stash and i found um this sriracha dark chocolate um so it's the which is yet another so beer dark chocolate and sriracha sauce three of my guilty pleasures it's funny because you're wearing your sriracha barrel well, I, theory. I, am, I am wearing my <laughs> sriracha sauce or my, my sriracha barrel theory barrel, shirt barrel, barrel theory shirt anyways so so i pulled that one out of the freezer and we're gonna try to pair it with this uh rye ipa um here let's see here Oh, it's still it's still frozen. <laughs> there we go. Hmm. Got a little salt. It is with pink Himalayan sea salt. Oh, and there's that heat at the end. Yep, there's that heat at the end. That's really good, interesting pairing here. Um, mm. I would have liked it if the char- chocolate was a little bit more bitter. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I mean, this this candy bar is full of umami. Yeah, it's really good. And then um, the beer is almost like a palate cleanser at the end. Oh, interestingly for sure. enough, because it's so. You know, bitter and all of those things. Um, but for some reason, it's really refreshing after eating the candy bar. You just want to eat the rest of that candy bar now, don't you? I do. <laughs> I actually really like that beer. That's surprising. You don't normally like uh, rye, rye beers. I like it. Or I can't taste it if I have the COVIDs. Just kidding. No! <laughs> Not the COVIDs. All right. How many more beers we got here? A couple. <laughs> <laughs> all right we are go all right so the next beer um is it's just the coolest can don't you think well um you're asking a space nerd <laughs> <laughs> it's called dark infusion coffee milk stout from summit brewing um we love summit uh it's a great brewery it's one of minnesota's oldest craft breweries not yeah. the oldest but one of the oldest but for the sure. can is really cool it's black and it's got a little spaceman on it they're called astronauts babe what <laughs> ever <laughs> i'm gonna open it up and ooh, it looks great okay so i'm gonna pour oh listen to that pour Look at that, that was a good pour can i get a double on this one please um, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This one's mine. Remember, the bigger glass is mine. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. There, you get the last just because it's your. Birth- oh wow. It's your birthday week. We're not talking about that. <laughs> um, that 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 is a non-subject on this podcast. Fine. Um. Oh, look at that head. Look at that nice foamy head. Yeah. On that, uh, just. Cheers. Prost. You can tell we've had two beers. <laughs> <laughs> two or three. Is this this yeah. is our third, isn't it? No, this is our fourth. Oh, this is our yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, we are sharing the beers, and we're not driving anywhere today. <laughs> Ooh, that's delicious. Mmm, yeah, nice. It's got that nice coffee bitterness to it. Yeah. Um, really, it's actually kind of more smooth and mellow, mellow than I was expecting. Not a whole lot of bitterness to it. It's just nice and chocolatey coffee notes. And... It's a breakfast beer. <laughs> yes. I'll take this with a pound of bacon, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Extra soft and greasy. Ew. So the, there's not very many things that we completely disagree on, but bacon is definitely one of them. No, not, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> there is a preference that we have, but I am willing to have your burnt style bacon <laughs> when, I mean, I'm okay with it. I just prefer mine on the, the, the raw side, and you will absolutely not touch the raw side ones. He, so I wouldn't call this a disagreement because I'm willing to acquiesce oh, to your crunchy, burnt, you're such, and pieces of crap. No, I bet that. 
You're such a martyr. My yeah, I know. All the bacon that I that she makes for me every morning, and I have to eat it the way she likes it. No, if I remember, I take out some soggy, nasty, no, raw does. pieces for you, and then cook mine to crispy perfection. So, hey, uh, out there, fellow listeners, how do you like your bacon? Leave us a comment on our Facebook page or on our Instagram, or leave us a comment in our uh, on one of our blog articles. Let us know how you like your bacon, and let's get a consensus We here. should do a poll. We can do a poll. Anyhow. Okay. Back to the beer. The beer is very good. It would be good with bacon. We're not eating bacon right now, though. But we're eating candy. Since we're doing candy, you know what I want to do with this one? I want to pair this with one of our marshmallow, one of our smash mellows that we got from the co-op. Yes. So would you do the toasted vanilla or the pumpkin pie? You know, it's Halloween, so pumpkin, pumpkin pie. pie. <laughs> I got to open them. So I'm sorry, listeners, for the opening noises. But that's what it is. Ooh, those are pretty. Mm, those are very pumpkin spice. I'm not huge into pumpkin pie stuff, but they're pretty good. Um, yeah, I wish I would have gone with the toasted vanilla, though. I, I think that would have been a better pairing for this beer overall. While the marshmallow is still kind of melting in my mouth, I just took a swig <laughs> of beer, and it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no. Definitely, the, the, smashmallows, uh, the smashmallows are a really good pairing choice for a beer like this yeah. overall. I just think the toasted vanilla would have brought just uh, some of the vanilla notes that you get out of a good uh, dark beer like this. Would have, would have really nailed it and brought it home. Well, you're right, but, you know. I'm always right when it comes to things about beer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, lovely beer. Um, I'm really enjoying it, so cheers to Summit. Yeah, go Summit. All right, now with our next one. Um, one of my favorite uh, candies growing up uh, was Sour Patch Kids, so I definitely wanted to get a good sour to pair to pair with Sour Patch Kids, just because it was such a them and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are my nostalgia blasts. Sure. So, uh, do you want to introduce this next beer then? Yeah. So this is from Junkyard Brewing, um, and that is in Moorhead, Minnesota. I think I have my cousins live in Moorhead. We, we were supposed to be in Junkyard last weekend. Oh, this is sad. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so it's from Junkyard. Um, we got a crawler of it. And it's a blackberry lime cream soda sour. Yeah, um, I thought that was really interesting. And when I saw it, I was just like, oh, we were supposed to be there this year. So this is this is perfect. Exactly what I was looking for. And it's um, it's called Terminal Delight. And so and there is no ABV or any of that jazz on here. Oh, wait, there is. It's 7.1 ABV. That's kind of high for a sour. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going to pour Give us a pour here. Ooh, it's pretty. It's gorgeous. So if anybody's wondering, um, a lot that. of these, a lot of these beers you can find just about anywhere. Um, you'll at least find one or two of them in any good craft beer liquor store. But if anybody wants to know where I got all most of them, it was uh, from Fran uh, France, forty fourth in France, uh, up in Edina. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is gorgeous. Yes, it's a nice hazy uh, reddish purple mm -hmm. in color. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely getting hit. Oh, I, I'm, it's, it's, it's that's sour. Holy it's crap. got a really smooth smell to it, though. But you're you're telling me it's a pucker up. Oh yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that it's hits like, like a freight truck. It's like more sour than sour patch kids. Wow. No, let's. I, All let, right. Let's, All right. We gotta open up. One we're of gonna these. we're gonna split one here because yeah. we, we we definitely neither one of us really need it. All of this candy. Okay. I want to pair with a, a red one. There you go. Red one for the birthday boy. <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> Cheers. Prost. Mm. Oh, the beer is way more sour than this. Sour Patch Kids aren't what they used to be, man. These kids are weak today. Do you think they're not as sour or do you think your just palate is old and, and deteriorating? <laughs> my palate, no, because my palate is so far above and beyond the average person you gonna pat yourself on the back a little harder. yeah i have two superpowers <laughs> in this world and one of them is my sense of taste yeah definitely the right pairing for the candy mm -hmm. oh wow this beer is amazing it's everything that it says on the package it's lime it's got the blackberries it's sour yeah it's uh cream soda it is creamy and i noticed the creaminess especially on the the nose mm. um like drink it drink it and breathe in do you notice the extra creaminess that you get out of that with that one? I do, yeah. So, oh, wow, excellent beer. Just, 
I, you know, you, you guys didn't catch this part of it off mic, but when we were setting up this beer, I, I told Steph I was patting myself on the back about like great beer choices for today. <laughs> I, normally, I mean, sometimes I get really worried about going to a liquor store to get beer. Just because of the fact you don't know how long it's been sitting there. Oh, the freshness he's such day. a pain in the ass about that. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> well, we can't just got, get a, like a six pack of beer at the at the liquor store. He will bitch about it and bitch about it. <laughs> but you can't tell me you don't notice the difference after all, drinking the beer fresh from all the breweries that we have. No, and I told you know, it's just like that house wine when we talked about it in our last episode. Sometimes you just I want enjoyed, a damn beer. I enjoyed that house wine probably more than you did. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> Anyhow. All so, right, so we got one more beer here now? We have one more beer, thankfully, because you're looking a little cross-eyed. <laughs> That's just the new glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. All right, let's go grab that beer. All right, I am super excited. What beer am I not excited for? But this one is another nostalgia blast for me. This is Liftbridge's Commander. Um, and I've had the Commander the last three years. Uh-huh. Well, this will be my third year. I'm a huge barley fan. Oh, or barley that. wine fan. Barley <laughs> fan one. <laughs> Who's dyslexic? Uh. Oh, so it's got this nice, it's nice and muddy brown. And you can just tell by by the fact that no head poured out of this, uh, it's going to be thick and boozy. Mm-hmm. I can smell the booze from here. Oh, so much. Oh, woo. Mama. Is, yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, that warms you up in all the right ways. Oh. I, it's just, it's a little bit too boozy. It's not your style. It's not my it's, style at it's all. It's not your style. I mean, it, it tastes like a barley wine. I'm, they, they got that right. No, I mean, it's... What is this? It's a 12.5 ABV. It is malty. It is It warms your, your, your stomach perfect for the first snowfall here in Minnesota. Um, Which came way too early, thanks 2020. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, this is this is so well done. This is, oh. So so what kind of candy are you going to... You know what? Now that I'm looking at it, I think Twizzlers would be right. Because the strawberry kind of fruit notes would be good with this. <laughs> I wouldn't call it weird fruit notes. It's fruit cakey notes. Yeah. It, it reminds fruit me... Cake. I mean, yes, yes, yes. That's, it, a, that's it, it. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, of, of a good... that Those Christmas fruit cakes. But not the bad kind that you would get at the grocery store that's all dry and yeah. crumbly. But like the good kind. My grandma always had a fruit cake in her cupboard even any time of the year. <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm actually going to go Kit Kat on this one. You're going Kit Kat. I'm going to go a little bit darker, a little bit more I savory. Think, I think Twizzlers. Mhm. I, I was right. I was right. I don't think so. Mhm. The maltiness in the wafer. Mhm. Pairs so well. Okay, look, you have half a Twizzler, I have half a Kit Kat. Let's trade up here. How, what kind of monster eats their Kit Kats <laughs> like this? Honest <laughs> to god. What is wrong with you? <laughs> he just bit both bars of Kit Kat without breaking them apart first. <laughs> There's actually a meme about that that's like, hey, how do you get OCD people pissed off? And it shows somebody biting into a Kit Kat. <laughs> I will agree with you that the Twizzler pairing with the Commander was better than I thought. Thank you. But I'm having the twi- I'm, ha- I'm having the rest of this Twix. An idiot like an animal. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I think we should jump right into that 50-state coffee project that we're working on. Yeah, considering we drank all the beer yesterday. (laughs) Coffee sounds delicious today. (laughs) Beer and candy. How does your head feel? (laughs) Actually, not too bad. It was starting to feel a little rough yesterday, and uh, I took some ibuprofen before I went to bed. So one of our other big passions here outside of craft uh, liquor and beer is definitely we are both into, into the coffee scene. And I'm burning myself, trying to pour our coffee. So we do a, we do pour what they call a pour-over method using yeah. a, what the, a Chemex? It's Chemex, yeah. Chemex. Or probably people call it a Chemex. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know either. So, Who but, cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we're not the... Uh, so we do, uh, we do swear by the... Chemex. The Chemex machine um, and pour over coffee and French presses and all that. So I never drank coffee until somebody actually made it right for me once, and that was you. You're welcome. <laughs> so we started this 50-state coffee project a, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and um, we did it to kind of, as we knew, you know, we can't get out to all the our favorite local coffee shops as often as we used to because of the whole COVID situation. 
And so we, we can't travel to new coffee shops because yep. of the whole COVID, COVID situation. situation. So we decided to bring the coffee to us. And there's a lot of places out there where you can get coffee reasonably priced online. I mean, reasonably for what we drank. Yeah, if you're going to spend $10 on a bag of coffee at the grocery store, why not? Yeah, you know? give, it right to the, give it right to the source. So, um, And in fact, the first one we'll kick into here is Unique out of New Jersey. They, they were $10.99 a bag, which right. is roughly what we pay for good coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, we not, might not pay that much for every bag, but definitely for good coffee, we de- ten ninety nine is not a stretch. Right. No, um, I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> so that was the very was first. So that was the very first one. So that one is kind of furthest from our minds right now because of the fact that it's been a long time since we had that one. Yeah. But we did have uh, their first impression blend, the chocolate banana, co- the chocolate banana, which one is one I do remember. I remember the cinnamon English toffee one. And then we also had the southern pecan. Yes, but nothing beats what what is our favorite southern pecan? Oh, the southern pecan one out of New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. PJ's coffee. PJ's coffee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I do have to try the pecans every. I do like pecan flavored coffee. So, but overall, I thought it was a, a really good blend. Highly recommend it. They're, they had de- they had really good flavors of coffee. Yeah. They had really good straight up regular blends. So then in this project, uh, we alternate who's ordering from what state next, and it, right. then you went and ordered from. Moab Coffee Roasters out of Moab, Utah. Now, um, they had a really, really amazing roasting style. I don't know what they're doing to their beans, just because they they don't do any flavors. They just do straight up uh, coffee blends. Right. And it was that was just amazing. That last one, the light Ethiopian, that was really good. The light that Ethiopian was probably was my, really fa- good too. my favorite. Yeah, and Moab's my favorite place. That one was a little tricky to get the coffee from, and it was also probably the more... Um, the most spendy of the ones that we've done so far. Right. But because uh, they, they don't have like an online ordering system. you have They have to call you and then take your order and then they ship them over to you. Yeah. I mean, but it was ex- definitely worth the price though. It was excellent coffee. It was just, it was delicious all around. It's just and kind it, of a fun little treat to every morning to be like, oh, I'm drinking coffee from wherever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and on a side note to that too, on the pricing part of it is that the bags were bigger. Yeah, they were. So and it was really good. Yeah. So today we are drinking uh, Mr. Dapper coffee out of uh, Cape Coral, Florida, and we've had a couple of theirs now. Um, but right now we are sipping on the German chocolate cake, which is their, one of their uh, signature brand or one of their flagship brands. <clears throat> and uh, what are your thoughts? I think it's really good. I think it's, this is delicious. This yeah. is. I'm usually a cold coffee drinker, but I'm drinking this one hot today, and this could turn me into a hot coffee drinker. Wow, that's a bold <laughs> statement. Well, and one of the things I really like about the the, the Mr. Dapper coffee is, we, so we've had the pineapple upside down cake, and now we've had the German chocolate cake, is there aromatically, all the flavors are there. But then when you get into the coffee, it's, uh, the, the flavors are still there, but they let the coffee come through. Mm-hmm. They let the coffee shine through. These aren't like overly sweet, yeah, syrupy. Like syrupy stuff. So you, you're really getting all the good coffee flavors. And I'm really, really curious to see how they do with just their, their straight up coffee without any of the flavors. So we have a couple bags of those coming yep. later in the, uh, we'll, in, we'll drink those up in a little, yeah, we probably get... in a few weeks. We'll <laughs> get through what we got here. Um, but yeah, it's really good. And I'm not typically, I used to be more of a flavored coffee person. Well, I used to be a one kind of coffee all the time forever. Yeah, what, what was that? Ar- a- Alicaf. Alicaf, um, yep. They're, um, Highlander Grog. Or Norseman's Grog, I can't remember which one. But it's like a caramely flavored coffee. Yeah. And I still really like that one. Um, but I've gotten more into just regular unflavored coffee. Um, but this one's really good. This German chocolate cake, it's good. Are you getting, it's a nice all, the, are you, are you getting all the German chocolate flavors out of I it? I am, definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So this is a big hit. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one is uh, Mr. Dapper Coffee out of Cape Coral, Florida, for anybody who's interested. And we'll, so, we'll keep you guys in the loop as to what we order next. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask you, uh, since it's your state to pick, have uh, you thought about it at all? Hmm. My second favorite state is probably Idaho. Idaho, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love Idaho. Have have you been? Oh yeah, I've been through Idaho. It's beautiful. Oh, it is. It's absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Also, we're... or Colorado. I mean, Colorado is Idaho. Okay. Maybe they have a russet blend. I... <laughs> that was such a bad joke. I... <laughs> no, no, it was a good joke. Um, I yeah. So, and I think for I'm trying to challenge myself on some of these other ones. I'm trying to hit some of the U.S. territories, some of the Canadian provinces. 
I'm, I'm running into a dead end with like uh, the Yukon and the Northwest Territories up in Canada. Yeah. And the farthest north that I can get into Alaska is Fairbanks. I'm trying to get something a little bit more out of town. Yeah. Than that, I really want it to be really remote. I want to get the most remote coffee I possibly can get sure. from Alaska. So that's yeah. my, those are my challenges for the 50-state coffee project. I'm just going to pick the states I like. That's good. That's yeah. good. I, I, I got the north covered. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Moving on into the next segment here. Uh, Steph has worked all weekend in the kitchen uh, prepping all sorts of really good food. And not just for uh, the podcast here, but also for my birthday, which we're not going to talk about. <laughs> but I got some really good collard greens and fried chicken out of the deal. So and we can talk. Buttermilk. And the buttermilk biscuits too. <laughs> yep, yep. So the whole whole works there. Hey, it's fall. Let's talk about this soup. Yeah. So initially, I wanted to be really like a Pinterest mom, as if I'm not already. <laughs> <a Pinterest mom. laughs> Anyways, and I had these big um, dreams for for both my cocktail this week and my soup this or my um, dish this week to be super spooky and whatever. And I just realized I'm just not that cheesy. I can't do it. I was going to fill, you know, take my little pumpkin here and fill it with the soup and maybe put some creepy smoke around it. And I just can't do it. I just I'm, don't have. I'm cheesy enough for the both of us. I don't have it in me. Well, you're a busy mom. <laughs> We've got three kids to deal with. And so, so anyways, I made a pumpkin soup and I will show you, or I have posted or will post pictures on our Instagram of my ingredient list. And as like Will says, I am a busy, busy mom. And sometimes I take some shortcuts in the kitchen and you'll find out what my little secrets <laughs> are in the picture. Um, when I was single, living on my own, just my little dog, I would have slow roasted a pumpkin. I would have scraped off, you know, scraped it from the skin. I would have pureed it. I would have done all that stuff. This is really good. It's tasty. Um, mm. my, my, my shortcuts are I used canned pumpkin puree. I used a box of stock. So I would just chicken stock, a, a carton of chicken stock. If I had chicken stock in the freezer, I would have used that, but I just, I don't have any currently. I have to make some more. The other secrets I have, my, my most favorite secret is I buy peeled garlic. I will not go as low as minced canned garlic or minced jarred garlic because that's just disgusting. But the, but the peel, not to have to peel garlic in the kitchen for me, is like the best thing ever. The other um, <clears throat> shortcut that I take is I just recently, unless ginger is perfectly in season with the green stock still attached, I just buy the the, the tube of, of minced ginger that you find in the refrigerated section at the grocery store. And it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not for a busy mom, no. No. And, you know, it, it it's very similar. Like I said, if, if, if ginger is in season, I'll absolutely buy um, in season ginger, but to be able to just kind of squeeze the tube as opposed to peeling with a spoon and yada, yada, all that stuff. Um, I kind of do that sometimes. And let, uh, well, and I, should, I know I'm going on and on. No, you're doing fine. So what else is in this soup now? There's a lot of vegetables in here that I'm seeing. Yeah. And so I had, um, let's run down the ingredient list. What is in here? Okay. So there's chicken stock. You could use vegetable stock. stock. This soup could very easily be vegan if you would like it to be. Um, so you start with, I start with actually browning the sausage. There's sausage in the soup. If you were wanted to do it vegetarian or vegan, just omit the sausage, brown your onions and your garlic and your ginger and your peppers. I did red and yellow and orange peppers just for, you know, seasonality purposes, red, yellow, and orange, like the leaves on the trees, add some oil. And then I add, you know, a tablespoon of flour and, and then slowly add that chicken stock, whisking it in, making a roux to thicken the soup a bit and then I add in the rest of the chicken stock um, and let those vegetables kind of come up then I chop up some I did red curly kale because it was really pretty chopped up some of that added that to the, the soup um, cooked it till it's tender oh I forgot to say after I'm done browning my sausage I take the sausage out if you leave the sausage in the soup to let it cook the whole time it's going to blow out the flavor of the sausage so I, I take it out set it aside and I add it at the very end again. Um, so anyways, red curly kale, add that in. I add my can of pumpkin puree that I, I felt gave a real nice creaminess to the soup. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that gave creaminess to the soup is I added a can of light coconut milk, pop that right in there, stirred it up, let it simmer for a few minutes, added my sausage and there we go. And that's it. 
like I said, you could make it really cute, buy a couple pie pumpkins, hollow them out. You could serve your soup in those pie pumpkins. I just didn't have time or energy to do that. Um, <clears throat> so I just kind of set the pumpkin alongside their bowls of soup for our pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what do you, so your thoughts? Really good. So lots of umami flavors for it. It's very smooth, but that, that sausage really gives it a good spicy pop to it. Uh, the kale is still, uh, it's perfectly well cooked where it still has a little bit of springiness and some and, and some crunch to it, mm -hmm. which gives like some good texture and body to it. So overall, just the flavors really blended well together and it tastes like fall in a bowl. And it's really pretty healthy. Um, there's no, like I said, there's really no, if you omitted the sausage and you use vegetable stock, there would be no animal fats in it at all. The creaminess is from the coconut oil or the coconut um, milk. And there's tons of vegetables. Um, red and green leafy vegetables. So those are super healthy too. So if you were to change anything with this, what if you were to add something else, what what what, what else could you add to it? I would have added curry. I would curry? have curried it. Yeah. What um, about leeks? Leeks would be great. Yeah, leeks are just a nice mild onion flavor. Um, I just happen to have a sweet onion on hand, that's, so that's what I used. Um, I encourage everyone to always be super creative in their cooking. Don't take my word as... Um, the end all to be all, certainly. Um, get creative and have fun and use up leftovers and all that stuff uh, when you're making soup especially. Should we move on to the cocktail? Absolutely. I mean, could you cram any more fall into this cup? <laughs> so let me tell you what I'm looking at here. I am looking at like a, a, a raw apple cider looking type drink with cranberries floating on top, raw apples floating on top uh, with a nice cinnamon bouquet coming out of the aroma for it. And it is just, it, it's, it's fall in a cup. Can I eat the cranberries? You can. They're really sour. They're cranberries. <laughs> they're fresh cranberries. We'll feature fresh cranberries in an upcoming episode, too, around Christmas time. Or Thanksgiving. I have two recipes. This cocktail is kind of, it's I call it a fall cider sangria, hard cider sangria. Again, wanted to get super spooky with it. I thought about zombie brains. I thought about dry ice. I thought about backlighting things. But again... <laughs> It's just not realistic. <laughs> we had a very busy week this last week. We had a lot of stuff going on with the kids. and Yeah, no, I, I know, but I have these, like, lofty goals, and then I, I, meet, it, I meet it halfway. <laughs> so this, by, by no means is this, this cocktail not appropriate for Halloween time. It's just not as scary as I wanted it to be. So what are, what are the, first off, let's start with the base liquor. What's the liquor that's in here? I, okay, you could use pretty much whatever you want in this as a base. You could use vodka. You could use, I, I would recommend like a bourbon or a whiskey. We have a couple nice bottles of whiskey that Will does not want to open for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I got my big cabin weekend coming up. Well, and, I understand. And definitely one, the Dark Father will go through. Maybe not that whole mint one, but I don't know if the mint one would have gone well. The mint one wouldn't have gone well. Yeah. But anyways, regard, regardless, a nice whiskey would be nice. We ended up using that spiced rum from 10,000 Drops again, um, just because I thought that's super fall-like. So I started with that. Um, and then I added about a half a glass of just local uh, fresh pressed cider I got at the co-op. Stirred that together and then topped the glass off with a Minneapolis Cider Company Orchard Blend Cider. So that's a hard cider. It's got a 5.5 ABV. Um, it's, it's on the drier side um, when it comes to cider. And that really gives the drink a whole pop. Right. Like it really lightens it up and doesn't like really... It says... Fall is here, and your life is ending because winter is near, but there is hope. That's what I get out of that yeah. cider. That's really what that cider is driving home there. Yeah. Um, I also added a little bit of this maple syrup from a, a different wander that we did um, by our by our family cabin. It's in Isle, Minnesota. It's called DeCorsa Vineyards and Winery, and it's a very eclectic, unique place. It's off the grid, so they like have their own... Like electricity that they produce with wind. And, and it's in a barn, and it's kind of, it's, it's just, it's an, an, an aisle. And definitely try the raspberry wine if they have it on. That was probably, try the raspberry. that was the best wine they Well, had. the best thing at the winery, actually, is the maple syrup. <laughs> I thought the best thing about the, the winery was the, the atmosphere. No, the I atmosphere did enjoy really the atmosphere. Nice. But yes, the, the maple, the wine, I can't The best thing to consume there is the maple, the maple syrup. syrup. <laughs> um, and the people were very friendly as well. So I added just a touch of that to the t top and kind of let it melt into the drink a little bit. I also added lots and lots of cranberries, whole fresh cranberries and apples, and then garnished with a cinnamon stick. So that's kind of the cocktail. All right, so if any of you guys want to follow along and get the recipes 
for both the soup and the cocktail, please head over to wanderingtheweekend.com. So today on Papa's Travel Tips, we are going to actually talk about some of the board games that you bring with you to as you go out and wander the weekend. One of my favorites out there is Zombie Dice. The kids love it. And it's a simple uh, dice game that is easy to pack up and to throw into your travel bag. And travels very well. Has a couple expansion packs that go with it. It is a wonderful game, very easy to learn and really help those math skills and critical thinking skills. It's just one of those really fun games. So uh, here with me in the studio today is Leo to talk to me about the game. So Leo, you want to talk to us a little about the game? Zombie Dice. That's right. We are going to talk about Zombie Dice. So Leo, tell me what you know about Zombie Dice. What does that mean when you get a footsteps? It means somebody walked away and you get a to chase them, but you have to put the footsteps close to you and not all the other dice if they're not the footsteps. And what about the shotgun? What happens if you roll a shotgun? If you get three shotguns, then you'll... Then your turn is over. Then your turn is over. So the object of the game is to roll as many brains as you can before you get the three shotguns and then to stop your own turn before you get those three shotguns, right? So now which, so there's three colors. There's green, yellow, and red. Which are the hardest? Red. And which green one? Is the green is the easiest. So that's the easiest and one to roll the brains on. pink one, but pink is the one and it's, and if you roll a pink, it's the easiest one to get footsteps. Yeah, and there are a couple expansion packs for this game. So there is the one that comes with the pink and white dice uh, and Santa's dice as well. Don't you get special things for, for rolling a Santa? Yeah, you might get a present or Santa will shoot you in the face. Or you eat Santa's brains. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, there's a couple expansion packs for this one. There's also the one called um, about uh, where you jump on a school bus and you try to eat everybody's brains. But that one gets really hard, doesn't it, Leo? Yeah, because you get a dead end and a shotgun. <laughs> and you've actually won a couple games of Zombie Dice, haven't you? Yep. So Zombie Dice is a Steve Jackson game, um, and Steve Jackson is a very famous uh, American game designer. And uh, these games and all of their expansion packs are available on Amazon.com. And we will provide a link to those games in our article for this week's soup recipe. So if you just head over to wanderingtheweekend.com and just check out the latest episode about the fall pumpkin soup, we will put a link to that item, uh, to Zombie Dice, in the description or in the body of the... And don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe. Thank you, Leo. Um, so yeah, so if you have more information, you want to know more about this game, head over to wanderingtheweekend.com and you will find a link to this game. Thank you very much, Leo. Thanks for joining us at Wandering the Weekend. For recipes from this week's episode, visit us at wanderingtheweekend.com or on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram at wandering underscore weekend MN. This has been a Beer Ploma LLC production. Be sure to follow us on Untapped to find out what breweries we'll be hitting next. Or join us on, fa on our Facebook page or on Instagram to get the latest in craft beer news.